This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I am your host today, the Kirsty Smurf Erica. With me is Super Vegan Brian. Hello, nurse. (laughs) David something something the third is also Uh, with me. Hi, everybody. And we missed him so much. Well, some more than others. Anthony also joins us. What's up, Buttercup? So, a few announcements. (laughs) Um, Because next, uh, this coming weekend, when we're supposed to record, is Memorial Day weekend, and we all get shit to do. Um, We are going to be posting this a little bit early, and there's going to be about a three-week gap between this and the next episode. Wait, is Memorial Uh, Day weekend? Next weekend is, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, I didn't know that. That's why we're recording today when it was supposed to be next Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Brian and I are both going to be at conventions and <laughs> other stuff was yeah. going on. Yeah, people got shit to do. Yeah. So- <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be busy, yo. <laughs> uh, but we love what we do and we want to make time for it. And so we recorded this early and we're going to release it early. So, uh, there's going to be a little bit of gap, guys, but, uh, you know, you'll, you know, the, the waiting's the, the hardest part. So you'll just, you'll just love us so much better when we're back. With all of that said, Brian, are there any other announcements we need to make? Well, I um, have been listening on the Extra Dimensional Portal, and I'm starting to get a little bit more like intelligible content, but I, I don't, I only have some clips recorded. So we're, I'm working on getting those together so we can put an episode of the evil dimension version of Nerd Podcast Radio where we can listen to moderate carnivore Brian, um, normal Mikey. Um, Good old normal Mikey. Yeah. Um, He's on time and everything, too. It's amazing. Happy snork. <laughs> happy snork, Erica. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was good. Snork, really? Yeah. Snork. I thought I thought it was overly polite snork, Erica, but okay. Overly polite snork, Erica. And um David Theobald the third. Yes. <laughs> he loves his name, actually. He insisted that they use the whole thing. Yeah. M- many times too. He he he's he really loves pompous it. about it and whatever they forget it, he's prompt with the admonishments of how dare you forget my name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, they, they always forget, and they just call him David. 
Uh, well, no, I don't think it'd be atheist Anthony. I think it'd be like hyper conservative Christian Anthony. <laughs> but do you know why they call? Do you know why they call him Toothpick on that podcast? I do not. Because he's very thin. Ah, indeed. <laughs> so he is quite simply the antithesis. Got it. Oh, guys, I, I think love that's it. That's the right word. Yeah, that was the right word. Yeah, that was the right word. It, it was good. It doesn't always work that way though, because like normal Mikey is still a big giant guy but he's also scary and beats people up oh i think not nice well he, he's he's from the evil universe yeah he's got a goatee and everything i, I, I mean, saw, the, I saw the picture evil. of that video they clip. just sound like the opposites of us except for this mikey he does sound evil i would I mean, like to point out that everybody else gets evil traits in the evil universe and i'm the fucking nice one what does that say about me in this universe? I think the two... Um, it's it's really self-explanatory, uh, Erica. <laughs> well, it's not like anybody decided it be that way. It's just how that universe is. Because, you know, we actually have a portal that goes there and sees and listens and and stuff. And it's not like someone's writing it or creating scripts for it. Oh, my God. How is President Trump in the evil universe? Uh, it's not. Uh, Bernie Sanders he, one. He, he doesn't... <laughs> No, he he, he does a reality it. show in that universe, but it's a reality show where they go to third world countries and help and help the indigenous populations. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Can I move to can I move to this universe? <laughs> no, because in that universe, Bernie Sanders is trying to cause World War Three. <laughs> what do you mean? All right, to? all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We'll yes. have to get back to the evil universe later, Brian. But first. But first, we have to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where the four of us will share the nerdiest things we've done in the past few weeks. And then at the end, we use the Mike Myler patented widget system to vote on who had the nerdiest thing. And I think I said them or something. Uh, close enough. You, you I, I was doing so well. You're still better at it than most of us. <laughs> and um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, All right, Brian, you get to start. What was nerdy with you this week? I'm actually going first. Um, what's nerdy with me this week is I am now a 40-year-old nerd. <laughs> and Oh, yeah, that's right. Happy birthday. My, um, my wife got me the nerdiest inside joke of birthday gifts, which only Erica on here is going to get. It's a monkey yeah, with a, it's a plush monkey with a birthday cake. Timmy, the monkey. I don't it's know. Timmy. It is Timmy. Yeah, okay, I get it. I know all uh, about. I, I know all about Code Monkey. <laughs> yeah, but it has nothing to do with Code Monkey. It actually has to do with a dumb thing I've been doing since a te- since I was a teenager, and just randomly saying monkeys in ca- a cake as response to things. And by coincidence, oh. I have never done it on the podcast. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. It, it it's something he says so much that um. That it's like ingrained in my brain. Like I see a monkey, I think about cake. Huh. Like every single fucking time. I and on, oh. I showed Brian on my Pokemon Go. They had the little monkey Pokemon, and it's it. I named it. I love cake. Huh. <laughs> it's um. I, I don't know. That's kind of weird. I can honestly say I've never heard you say it before. Yep, it's, neither have I. I say it when someone asks me to explain something that defies explanation. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, why are people mad about Game of Thrones season eight? And I'll respond to monkeys eat cake. Yeah, it, it's the nonsensical thing. What is it? Because the, the bicycle has no car door or something like that? Um. Oh, yeah, Matt. Uh, the um, I don't remember it. 
Yeah, something like that. It, because the bicycle has no car door. It, it, the it's bicycle just a has no seat. Or, or no, it's what's the difference between an apple and a chair? Car door because the bicycle has no seat. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's what my brother used to say. Yeah. My brother used to say it. He used to say it to people to see how they would react. It was his coolness test. Mm-hmm. If they laughed, then they were fun to hang out with. Okay. So I would yeah. just answer with, what do you get when you multiply six by nine? 54? 54? Yeah. The, the actual answer is 42, and I knew there was something fundamentally wrong with the universe. <laughs> oh, that is not where my brain went at all. I was like, sex? It's from Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> The act, uh, in the original British miniseries, the actual question gets asked. And the question, the answer of Life, the Universe, and Everything is 42. The question is, what do you get when you multiply 6 by 9? I knew there was oh, something fundamentally wrong with the universe. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you now. All right. All right. <laughs> this is way too much mental exercise. Sorry. <laughs> oh, what else did you get for your birthday, Brian? I got Lords of Waterdeep, the board game. Isn't that so much fun? I love that game. And I got a mug that says, I don't have it in front of me, Erica. It says, surely not everyone yes. was kung fu fighting. <laughs> oh, that's love amazing. It. I love and it. I got a pair of nice riding sunglasses. Nice. They're they're black and they have a red pinstripe. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's it's sort of like... It's sort of my midlife crisis. You know, I have the, the black wraparound sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anthony, what was nerdy with you? Um, I got to play a game of 40K, something I haven't done in a while. Nice. Yep. I'm, I'm, I, oh, well, okay. So to make it extra nerdy, um, I am trying. I was trying to take some of my models and play them as other models. So, but the base sizes were off. So I went out. I bought the proper base sizes and magnets and spent the night before gluing magnets to the models to the bottom of the base of the models and metal, and metal washers on the bottom of the bigger bases and putting the models which were on the smaller bases and using the magnets and the metal washers to connect them to the bigger bases so they'd be the right base size to play as the models I want them to proxy as. Wow. That's kind wow. of genius. That's pretty good. nerdy. And so then I played against my friend who he was going to take his Tyranids, giant space bugs, and he was going to proxy them as Astra, uh, as Mechanicum, space robots. So he was going to proxy his space bugs as space robots. But, but decided he, to just play space bugs instead. But he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's unsupp- it gets even crazier because I was playing the the Death Guard uh, and I was our uh, um, Nurgle demons mostly, uh, honestly, and I was playing um, my my Pox Walkers were proxying as plague bearers, which are basically space demon zombies. So my space demon zombies were fighting the space bugs. That were supposed to be space robots. The only thing missing were some pirates. <laughs> space zombies fought space bugs that were supposed to be space robots. Yep. <laughs> ah, it's so ridiculous. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um. So, David, what did you do that was nerdy this week? Mm. Well... Uh, last weekend was the penultimate weekend of the Cal- of the Southern California Renaissance Pleasure Fair. 
Woo, I saw the pictures. Ah, oh, it's so much fun. I love it. I love it so much. I, so love, this... I love that they call it the Pleasure Fair. Well, it's the original uh, Renaissance Fair. Uh, it was the first one. All the other Renaissance Fairs owe this one their existence. It. I mean, really, they should call the Escondido one the Pleasure Fair, being the stuff that goes behind the scenes at that one. <laughs> anyway. I've heard plenty of stories. Oh, so have I. <laughs> I've got some stories I could tell, not on the air. <laughs> um, but it's but more fun. Why not, when you David? Share why not? Why can't you share the stories? Because people I, sh- I know I that are at fair listen thing. to this, and I'm not I going down that road. Just, just don't drop yeah. names. I tell you yeah, guys but, all about yeah, kids at work, but I don't say names. Yeah, your kids aren't going to be listening to this podcast. At least they damn well better not be. <laughs> does that make me a bad parent that my kid does? No, your you know, your kids are a lot older than his. The Renaissance Fair community is big um, enough. The Renaissance Fair. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, look. There's 1,100 cast members. Yeah, and that's just cast members. It's big enough that if he tells the story, someone is going to recognize that story and tell the person. So I'm not going to. Yes. <laughs> so I agree with this, David. You have a right to talk whatever we want about. We're not going to push you into talking anything about your personal life. Yes. So uh, we have 1,100 listeners. Sigh. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. David, get on that shit. No, no. And you can't make me. Everybody shut the fuck but up except for David. Here. Everybody shut the fuck up except for David. David, say your thing. Right. So uh, we were playing. Uh, sadly, we lost, but uh, we were we played our quarter fight, our, our semifinal matches for the uh, Inner Guild uh, Towers tournament at the Renaissance Fair, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, the Towers game we play is a lot like Jenga. We just use pieces that are made out of two by four. And how it's different from the way we play it versus how the participants play it is we can't use our hands. We have to use tools and implements, whatever we have on us, and we don't get to pick the blocks. We have to go to the participants around watching, and they pick the blocks. It is a pure. It is a game of pure skill. And sadly, my team lost uh, two two to one of the t- other team we were playing in the semifinal. So we didn't. Oh, you were but, you were still you were still doing good the last time I talked to you about it. Yeah, we were. And then well, there was, uh, yeah, some stuff happened. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, So they're doing the finals tomorrow and Sunday, which is the last weekend of Renaissance Fair. I'm going to have a very busy weekend. And then Strategicon is next weekend, so that'll be right after this comes out. I want to go. You should come. I can't. Well. Family obligations. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad. uh, Yeah, so I've got a, it's been a very busy three months for me. And I'm finally going to be able to be back on the Saturday episodes. Woo! After Memorial Day weekend. After Memorial Day weekend. Which is why we're recording this now instead of then, because... Anyways, I was Because be announcing things twice is better than announcing it once. Yes. Announcing things twice is better than announcing it once. That was well, perfect, I... Anthony. You are brilliant. I am the only one who noticed that you did that. Holy wow. crap. There's a glitch in the matrix. What did they change? <laughs> uh, Erica, what's nerdy with you? Well, I didn't do, I don't know if it's particularly nerdy or not. Um, but my daughter's best friend uh, participated in this program called Girls on the Run. And she invited Amelia and I to come out uh, and 
do this 5K with her. And so we did, and I ran a 5K. That's what I did. Girls on the Run. Sounds like a, like a horror movie. <laughs> mm, it's supposed to be an empowerment of girls thing and keeping them, like, you know, interested in sports and stuff. I'm just imagining girls running from, like, a killer with, like, a mask and a machete. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's I know. awesome, though. That's awesome, though. I'm really, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you did that. And that's pretty nerdy, right? Right? You know, exercising for cause. That's nerdy, right, guys? Is exercise nerdy? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but that's be. the only thing I really did. So. Oh, awesome. That you determined oh, wait, by voting, no. Anthony? No, what? no. I did one thing that is definitely nerdy. Hold on. I went to the library because I've been watching Preacher on Hulu, and I love it so damn much. I went to the library, and I got all the graphic novels, and I started reading the graphic novels. Wait, they have libraries out there? People oh, know how to read? Fuck you. I know we're in the Bible Belt, but somebody's got to read the Bible. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. I, I guess. Anyway. No. I forgot I did that until just now. So, Neat. There we go. <laughs> I sometimes read the Bible to win arguments with people, that, but that's kind of about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Now we're voting. Brian. Who gets your widgets? You have five of them. I know. That's a lot. So many widgets. Um, he should get six for it being his birthday. I'm gonna give one to my. I'm gonna give one to myself for my birthday, and I'm gonna give the other four to David. Oh, well, thank because you. Because you because you know why? Why? You you participated in a sporting event in a like a tournament sporting event, which yes, makes I you do. an which makes you an athlete. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and oh I ran God, a David fucking gets... 5k but that wasn't a sporting fuck you <laughs> <laughs> David gets to call himself an athlete that's amazing well I do anyways but that's beside the point well Erica I already knew you were an athlete I'm not an athlete I mean I'm more of a mathlete but I'll take it <laughs> <laughs> Anthony right, David. Anthony <laughs> Is it Anthony? Yeah, Anthony, Anthony goes next. What? Oh, man. Okay. Um, I'll give, because I don't think I'm going to do very well. I'd like to give at least two widgets to myself. I'll do the selfish thing, because I don't know. I think what I do is pretty nerdy. And then I'll give two to David, because it is pretty nerdy. I'll give one to Erica, because, you know, Erica, doing things for kids. That's awesome. That is awesome. Thanks, you, you didn't give Brian. You didn't give Brian a birthday widget. You, you bastard. Uh, he doesn't deserve a birthday widget. <laughs> oh. He turned forty. He's going downhill from here. Damn. That is not a. That is not a. That Shots is not a fired. birthday for. That's not a birthday for celebration. <laughs> Shots fired. Anthony, you, know you Anthony, you look older than me. <laughs> I am going to. I'm going to materialize a sixth widget and give it to Brian for his birthday. <laughs> it's the magical birthday widget only comes once a year for each person. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There's so many boxes you just opened with that. I, I just want to oh. say, hey, Dylan, <laughs> try to figure that out. <laughs> He's going to comment on the Facebook page now that I said that. Yeah, well, that's yes. almost as bad as when Brian started trying to introduce half widgets. I, I, I never took it out. I mean, I just happened to use a half widget once. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm next, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Brian, I give you one widget for your birthday. Happy fucking birthday. <laughs> uh, Erica, I give you three widgets because running 5K is awesome. Well done. Thank you. And then I'm a terrible person, so I will give myself the remaining widget. Yes. Do you give yourself the birthday widget? You should give yourself the birthday widget. No, I gave Brian the birthday <laughs> widget. My birthday's not till August, bro. No, no, you should give Brian a regular widget, but give yourself the specific birthday widget. <laughs> oh, no, no, there was only one birthday widget, and you claimed it. I just had regular ones. Oh, I figured each of us were going to no, be No, 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 there's only one. There's only one? There's only one. Let's make so this like as Highlander? complicated as we can. There was only one birthday widget. <laughs> only one birthday widget. And it's a revolving widget. Everyone right. has to give it over whenever it's their birthday. <laughs> I love how every fucking time we do this, it gets more complicated than the fucking time. Before. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense at all. Rules. <laughs> 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 all right, it's my turn. And I am going to give... I'm going to give Anthony one widget. For do continuing to do the thing he loves, yeah, and, and making it as I mean that was just clever. The whole magnet washer thing that was very fucking clever, dude. I love it. Um, I am going to give David one widget. Um, Ooh, thank because you because I think it's awesome that you work so hard at the Renaissance Festival and that you. Or just part of that group. Because when I go to the Renaissance Festival, it's it's the characters and the actors that bring it to life. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of shit in shops and people, you know, doing random things. So it's it's the characters that bring it to life. So I appreciate you. Well, thank you. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and then I'm going to take my remaining three widgets and I'm going to give them to Brian. He gets one for being an awesome brother. He gets one for being an awesome best friend, and he gets one for surviving another decade. There, all the widgets. Oh, man, Brian, you are four decades old. <gasps> Next year, I'm going to celebrate my second 21st birthday. Wouldn't that be I your 42nd? I'm, I'm not sure it works that way, but Yeah, sure. I don't think that works that way. I think nah, you have to be 42 for that. Nah, you know what? No, no. I'll let it go. That it's works. The, it's the anniversary of my sec my 21st birthday because it's on the it's on the um even year. Because uh, I was 21 in 2000, so in 2020, I'm 21 again. Yeah, I give you negative widget for that. <laughs> 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 All right, Brian, hit one. David. Yay! I don't Ooh. win very often. I am firing up the extra dimensionals portal and putting the widgets in their incubator. Awesome. I will I will let them loose in the backyard. They can kill whatever's growing back there. What happened to the other ones you have? They escaped. Oh no. <laughs> to be fair, happened. I left the window open. But <laughs> I didn't think they were gonna climb all the way up there to get out. Well, you shouldn't feed them after midnight and that shit won't happen. Oh, I didn't read the instructions. We need some fan art. We need someone to do a widget. We, we've asked for this before. This I, just proves that, you know, I mean, two or three people listen to our podcast. Odin, <laughs> Odin said he was willing to Four make one if we gave him a design. That, that is true, but we need someone to do that first. I know. I, we floated the idea of doing a contest on Facebook, but no one sent us any art. So, Sadly, I am not artistically inclined. I can ask Amelia. Sure. David, you're getting like really close and then really far away from the mic and then really close and then really far away. How's that? Too far. 
Still? What the hell? I didn't do anything. There. That's good. Okay. Damn wires. <sighs> All right. Well, it's time to start our episode on what we're actually here to talk about. Erica, you here. sound like you sound like you're eating your mic. Do I? Yeah. What about now? That's better. Okay. It's because I was bent over. My bad. All right. So now it's time to start the episode and what we're here to talk about. And we're here to talk about what, David? Uh, the Avengers Endgame. That's right. Because fucking Brian and special Mikey decided to do it without us. Last I know, time. right? What the so hell? Fuck those guys. Yeah, Thanks. fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, so the rest of the team gets to talk about the end of the first gen of the MCU. Damn straight. It's a good thing that you got me to be on the podcast instead of that pussy Brian, Erica. <laughs> I hate yeah, that guy. He, he is kind of a pussy. That's true. Super vegan Byron here. Oh, Jesus. Fucking <laughs> Shut up. Baron Von Vegan. I have a baby and he is loud. Just so you guys are aware. Okay. Has he seen Endgame? <laughs> Does he care about spoilers? <laughs> Actually, he did see Endgame. When we went to Endgame. He did. When we went to go see Endgame, we had to take the baby with us. Oh, we're so, good then. Yes, he has seen Endgame. <laughs> it's his first movie. Well, perfect. Wow. Yeah. He's not going to get any of it yeah. then. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny you asked that question because the answer is yes. <laughs> All right. So, Brian, uh, let's not start with you because you already went last time. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, what was your favorite moment in Endgame? Um, I think my favorite moment in Endgame probably wasn't even a moment that had to do with the movie. It was the point when um, when Captain Marvel was like, oh, I'm going to go save everybody, save the van. And they're like, but how is she going to get through everybody? And the ladies are like, girl power, we'll do it. Yeah. And they're beating people up. And it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then she just rocks through it. Then just blast <laughs> right? that away. And then my girlfriend was like, they didn't even fucking need her. That's bullshit. <laughs> and I just laughed so much. Because <laughs> she's like, that was so stupid. They didn't even, she didn't even need them. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. So the part that made, so the, my favorite part was my girlfriend saying that. And it cracked me up so much. <laughs> I also love this shit out of New Master 69. <laughs> Oh, because Thor fought a troll? That is yes. so funny. <laughs> I like the memes of people uh, having Loki be uh, New Master 69. Oh, yeah. That'd be amazing. Um, but honestly, though, like the scene, the, I guess if I had to say like my scene, my favorite scene in the movie was like towards the end when, when you're like, oh, no. Oh, no, he won. He's beating them up. Oh, man. Even without all the Infinity Stones, he's still too powerful for them. And then the portals open and the whole army shows up and you're like, Oh, get fucking wrecked. Thanos. <laughs> yes. And yes. just that, that look on his face of like, Oh, oh shit. Fucked. Aren't I? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. That part, that, that part gave me goosebumps. And I was like, Ooh, I literally started clapping and then other people started clapping. <laughs> that was the best part. What was your, what was your least favorite? Uh, least favorite. The point when I had to go to the bathroom. You that's took my sad. answer, you bastard. <laughs> that's um, a great answer. 
Yeah. Yeah. I had to go pee. I was like, I can't hold it. I was like, how much longer in this movie? Probably like two hours. I'm like, oh, man, that's not going to happen. I got to go now. Huh? What did, you, what, what did you miss? What point did you go? I don't remember. Oh, I, I really don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, that oh. was part when I had to go pee. David, what was your favorite part? Um, I had several. One of my favorite ones was um, when uh, oh, I was literally thinking about them the second ago. You asked me, and now my brain just went. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, Banner and Sorcerer Supreme was one of my was a really good moment. No, you're about five years too early. <laughs> yes, <laughs> five years good. too early. Yeah. That was good. Um, uh, the <laughs> the the whole Peter Parker and uh, I, I'm Peter Parker. Hi, Peter Parker. You have something for me? That was yeah, great. that was great. And um, oh, uh, the the Caps uh, Hail Hydra. That whole scene was amazing. Oh, in the in the elevator the elevator good. scene that was great. <laughs> yeah, Winter Soldier is one of my top three MCU uh, oh, yeah. movies. Still haven't seen Winter Soldier. <laughs> get out. You're just, just doing get, get yourself out. a disservice. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's so good. Um, so, anyways, um, that was great. When he wa- because, because that elevator scene in Winter Soldier, it was just, it was just so surreal because that's the point where everything flips in the movie. Yep. And, and so watching him, like, go in and do that, everybody was really confused, and they're like, all right, I mean, what else was he going to do? I thought it was great. And then I loved, right after that, running into himself. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's an angry baby. Yeah, that is an angry baby. <laughs> and it then, won't let me mute. <laughs> yes. And then I loved him running into himself, and he's like, I got Loki. He's like, I'm not Loki. <laughs> he's like, I could do this all day. Yeah, yeah, I fucking yeah, know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Coincidentally, I just, that is actually oh. the scene I went to the bathroom during. Oh, you and missed I missed oh. the entire fight. Oh, it's so good. Nobody's walking away at oh. the end. He goes, yeah, that is America's ass. I kept on seeing posts online about that <laughs> the fight between Captain America's, and I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe I missed that. It's real yeah. quick. It's only a couple of minutes, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, it, it, it was really good. I, I enjoyed that. What was your, what was your least favorite scene besides the one you going to the bathroom? Oh, damn. Um, there were a couple of spots where it dragged a little bit. Um, I thought that uh, beforehand. Well, the stupid rat is just the it's the most plot plot convenient thing ever. <laughs> At the very beginning, um, the rat that triggers the 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 thing in the van. Yeah, come on. yeah, for Ant Man. Yeah, come come okay. on. <laughs> yes and no. Because if this was just like a normal Marvel movie, um, yes, I would agree with you. But the fact that Doctor Strange went through is all dead. those different scenarios, he went through all the scenarios and he saw that this is the one time this is going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. Yep. He knew that's how it was going to happen. I just the, that the, made it plausible to me. Yeah, the rat was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> It they could have figured. They could have figured out a better way of doing that. That was you know just lazy. I have a theory about the rat. I think a it's brand from. No, it's just a prequel. It's how they're introducing um, Ninja Turtles into Game of Thrones, and and, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're introducing Ninja shut, Turtles into Avengers. Shut the Avengers. fuck up, Brian. And that's the prequel. That's like the first sign of Splinter that we see. Uh, shut, shut the fuck uh, up, Brian. Okay, Before okay, you. okay. Brian, Brian's silliness aside. 
Did you guys catch them introducing the X-Men? Vaguely. No, I missed it. I, so, I heard other people talk about it. I didn't catch it myself. So in the towards the beginning, when Rocket is talking about being able to, because remember they they pulled Banner in to track uh, the gamma radiation from the Infinity Stones. That's how they were tracking them. And so um, Rocket was talking about how when the snap occurred, there was this blast of gamma radiation, right? Mm-hmm. And then they tracked. Thanos to the garden planet because there was another uh, same energy signature of the gamma radiation. Yeah, so from when he, he used he the very, to destroy themselves. Yes. So he very briefly talked about how that gamma radiation covered the entire Earth. And that's, you know, I mean, we all know that's how Banner got became Hulk. So it's one of those things where we now know something in this universe that could have triggered mutations and half of the population that was left. True. So it was, it was, it was very subtle, but it set it up to be able to introduce mutants because we haven't heard the word mutant because of licensing before. Yeah. So, and they didn't say it, but. However, that doesn't yeah, gel, that yeah. doesn't gel with the current uh, uh, X Men canon going anyway. So, because X Men canon, they've been around, they've been around since the sixties. Yeah, but they're they're restarting it. Okay. They're restarting next one. So, well, I know what you mean, but I figured that's how they're. I mean, everybody's talked about that's how they're going to fit the X Men in. So, oh, but, uh, so what um, you're saying is that the X Men occur after the Avengers and Thanos. Yes, in that timeline, because we're talking about timelines here, so they uh, can make it whatever they want. To be completely honest, I'm starting to get a little superheroed out. I mean, I can't wait for Far From Home, but I I've, I've saw the rest of the upcoming lineup, and there's like nothing really shouts out about, shouts out at me. Mm, I'm not superheroed out yet. I think I think I want more more less less black and white is what I want. I, I want the gray stuff. Yeah. That's so like kind of like Black Panther, but maybe a little less black and white because Black Panther still was pretty black and white, but I mean it was a little more in the gray area. Yeah. Yeah. Much like that, but like uh, I'm excited about like like the spin with the the new mutants, it being a horror movie. I'm really excited about that. Hashtag Killmonger is right. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. Well, Brian, what was your favorite? Um, my favorite moment was Paper Football. Really? Yep. Oh, that was, was so cute. cute. Well, yeah, I thought it, it was, was cute. really cute, and it was it was. I like the more human moments, not, you know, there's no exposition. I like that kind of thing where it just shows two characters interacting. Yep. That was pretty good. I'm like, yeah, it was good. And it made me think of Joss Whedon. It made me think it, it, was, it was the it kind was of very Whedon esque. Yes. Yeah. It made me think that the Russos were probably trying to um, homage to Joss a bit. I can see that. Can and see then that. my least favorite scene was. Widow and Cap in the Avengers headquarters in the dark. Dark. You know what where are it's you talking about? before Ant Man shows up. Before Ant Man shows up, and there's a peanut butter sandwich, and it's just uh-huh. this really, really boring exposition laden angsty scene. I must have blocked it. I don't remember it. Well, it's where they're they're talking to each other about why they're why she's still doing what she's doing, and those that can move on do essentially, and that they can't move on from where they are, and that she's kind of 
because in and she kind of talks about it where like the Avengers is like the only home like she's really known and she can't let it go where everybody else is letting things go and trying to move on. Oh, That's okay. kind of what they were talking about. All right, about. yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was pretty. It wasn't an exactly gripping scene. No, no, it wasn't. I think I think it was an attempt at another human moment though that kind of fell flat. And I think it fell flat, honestly, because of the intensity of um, Black Widow's reaction to things that were happening. So, you know, um, my favorite moment was, uh, and this is <clears throat> pretty obvious, probably. Was uh, Captain America getting uh, Mjolnir? Erica, cut. Start again. You you sounded like you were eating your mic. Oh, sorry. No problem. Start where? Um, your favorite moment. Oh, okay. So my favorite moment was where Captain America uh, was able to pick up Mjolnir. Oh yeah, that was really good. That was my absolute fucking favorite, and Thor like I fucking knew it. I well, knew you that. were worthy. I knew, you know, it was very, it, it was very exciting. Well, and then, you know, later they had the, uh, you know, trading. And he's like, no, 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 you get the small one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. Um, Thor's moment in Asgard when he finds out he's still worthy was just the pure joy on his face when the hammer comes to him was amazing. Mm-hmm. I have another one too. Howard the Duck in the fight. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. It was like a split second, but yes. Yeah, he's got a Tommy gun. <laughs> Here's a trivia question for you. Who's the voice of Howard the Duck in the MCU? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I've heard this before, but I can't remember. Seth Green. I didn't know that. Is that really? Yep. He only says That's like four words in that one end credit scene. That's true. You want to hear something crazy? When sure. I was little... I saw the Howard the Duck movie I'm and sorry. I fucking loved it because I was a kid and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever. Even with duck tits? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was, wow. I was like, God, like seven or eight. I thought it was great. I don't know why I was allowed to watch it. I was pretty much allowed to watch whatever I wanted. <laughs> but I loved it when I was a kid. I thought this talking duck was just like the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen. And then, um, you know, years go by and, you know, it's something you watched as a kid and I couldn't remember. I knew, I knew the name of it, but it wasn't something like you saw on like the shelves or anything. And I ran to this. Uh, well, I had this class with some guy and I was talking to him and he was like, oh, yeah, I have that on VHS. Now, of course, this was like 2001 or 2002 or something like that. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Can I borrow it? And he was like, you can have it. I don't ever watch it. Oh, so shit. So I have a copy of Howard the Duck on VHS. <laughs> nice. So that, that, might be wor- that might be worth a couple of bucks in another 20 years. <laughs> well, to me, it's worth just having because it was just one of those memories as a kid. So when he showed up in the MCU, I was like blown away. I thought it was amazing. So, But my, I, my least favorite moment uh and the whole thing was basically them showing up and tony being like fuck you guys fuck you guys nope no fucking way no fucking way because i was like okay well that's that's obviously not what's gonna happen because of you know what strange had said and then they go to banner trying to figure it out 
and somehow Banner's not as smart as Tony. And this, I feel like this was the first time, and maybe I missed something along the way, but I feel like this was the first time they tried to say Tony was smarter than Banner instead of them both being equally intelligent in different ways. And I, I really did, didn't like the way they did that. I didn't get that Tony was smarter than Banner from it. I got that, um, for one, it's not really Banner's field, is quantum physics. Yeah. And it's at where Banner's more of a radiation expert and yeah. an all-around scientist, but he's more of a radiation expert. I mean, he can do radiation down to the quantum level, but he's just quantum physics, where then Tony is supposed to be this, like, Jack he's an of all trades scientist, yeah. and he's an astrophysicist. Yeah, it, it's sort of like you know, I I didn't know you knew about that. I didn't know you were an expert in that. Oh, I I wasn't until last night. Type of yeah, guy. I dabble. Where <laughs> Banner is the leading the leading man in his field. You know, to be on Tony's level, where it made the way they showed it made me actually think that. Banner is smarter than Stark because he actually was able to figure out something. It didn't work, but he could figure out something. That's the thing that I disagree. And the reason I disagree is because of the, the dialogue between them back and forth, especially during age of Ultron, where they're trying to problem solve the problems that are going on. And they're very much on the same level. It doesn't give any indication that Banner has any less understanding than Tony does. I think that was because that was a project that they'd been talking about and working on for a long time. Yeah, maybe. This is something that Banner had never attempted or even thought to attempt before. And he, I mean, he was working with pin particles, which is something he barely understood, where um, Tony would have had access to his father's files on him. Yeah. I yeah, know. T- Tony that, is I mean, at least on true. the reading. Yeah. Yeah. That, this is the part of the movie when I went to the bathroom, so I actually missed all of that whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that I mean, that was my gripe. I don't I don't feel that it was. I don't know. Like I I get what you're saying, and maybe I need to watch it again with that perspective. But that was my takeaway from it. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I have any more to say about that. <laughs> but uh, Anthony, are you with us? Yes. Yeah. Want to make sure, and I know baby stuff comes up. So, what was your favorite character? Favorite character? Um, yeah, probably this. Not, not overall, but like character in the movie itself. Like who? Who do you feel really? You know, had the most impact. Well, I mean, to be fair, Iron Man had the most impact, but um, <laughs> you know, honestly, honestly though, actually, yes, Iron Man. Um, I think it was the perfect ending to his arc. He um, he spent a good portion of the uh, whole MCU thing being like um, not that he was a bad guy, but he was kind of a lot of times very focused about himself and the things he wants, almost selfish to an extent. Um. Again, not a bad guy, and he wasn't, like, selfish and, like, it harmed others kind of way. But, you know, he, he did have a lot of, like I, – I think he put himself and his happiness before others. Yeah. Um, 
and it and the whole thing ended with him having to give up the one thing that he was like you make me promise that this is what I get to keep and they're like we promise you that and that was the one thing that he was like I don't care what happens as long as I get to keep these two things and that was the one thing that he gave up to save everyone else the one thing he was like I can't lose this and he gave that up to save everyone um so I thought it was it was an amazing ending to his arc. It was like this the the perfect heroic sacrifice to save everyone. I mean, it was just simply the perfect heroic sacrifice in, in general. Um, and it was just a really cool just way to go about things. And I think it really um, it also I think fixed a lot of the shit we we felt about Iron Man after Civil War. Because um, I, I I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people were like very like nah, f- screw Iron Man after Civil War. Um, <laughs> no, I was actually pro Iron Man through all of Civil War. Really? I thought he had the right. I really did. I thought he was correct, and everybody else needed to get their heads out of their asses. Okay. Um, you no, want no, no secret? Fine. Fine. You want no secret? What? Hmm. I never saw Civil War. Oh, okay. Well, oh, God damn it. Um, so I think that really um, fixed a lot of that issue of whether you liked him or didn't like him, whether you agreed with him or didn't agree with him. I think that made I think that made it go at the end of the whole thing of like, okay, well, whatever. He definitely had everyone in mind, and so I think that makes him my favorite character. Okay. I think it was great. Who's your least favorite? Least favorite? Mm, the rat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Let me think. Not Thanos, because Thanos was pretty cool. I would, I was like, oh, I want to be like Thanos, the villain. But no, nah, he was pretty cool. Um, though, you know what? Actually, no, a little bit Thanos. You know, yeah, fuck it, Thanos. Not because he's the villain, because we all need a villain, but because I think his idea and everything about him and like what he was trying to do was a flawed premise from the start. So his whole thing – so I'm going to break this down in mathematics, okay? And I've seen this video about this. It was like this video called like why Thanos is wrong. And um, it was talking about how like uh, – like you know the, that idea of like, oh, there's there's not enough food and not enough space to go around. Uh, like First of all, that already as a premise is already flawed. There, there is enough food and space to go around for everyone. Uh, actually, there's enough food and space to go around for more people than we already have. So there are other reasons why people aren't getting food and aren't getting homes. But – I'm starting to get on that crazy tangent. Um, so I'll avoid, that. I'll avoid that. Um, so already this idea of like there's not enough food, there's not enough space, there's not enough resources is already flawed. Unless everyone else in the universe is very different than Earth and Earth is special and and we actually produce enough for everyone. But I'm going to assume that the universe is pretty similar to Earth in that there actually is enough resources, but maybe those resources are not being um, – Delivered, de- delivered properly or being delivered efficiently. Um, and also the other problem is even if we assume resources are very limited, and of course there's going to be a point where there there is a limit, there is a cap sooner or later. Um, everything is finite. The universe will die in some, some horrible heat death and, we'll, and everything will go away forever. And here comes the existential dread. Um, so even if we assume that premise, his idea of like, Getting rid of all this stuff um, doesn't make a lot of sense because in getting rid of half the life, he got rid of half the resources. That's true. 
So he didn't solve anything. He got rid of half of everything. So that includes half the resources. So the same amount of starving people would still be there. The same amount of like all that stuff would still be there. So he didn't solve anything. He's just kind of a psychopath that wanted to kill every a bunch of people for no fucking reason. I can see that. And he wanted some moral justification for being a psychopathic serial killer. Okay. There we go. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. David. Yeah. What about you? My Who least, was your favorite? My no, favorite sorry. character uh, is a combination of I, I love uh, Tony and I really, really like uh, Cap. I think that the, the two of them are great. But uh, for this movie in particular, I Thor was just hysterical. And, you know, they always have to have a comic relief at some point. And the, I think he did a good job. You think Cap was the comic relief? No, Thor was. Oh, Thor was. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah. Fat Thor was great. Yeah, but uh, uh, Cap has always been one of my favorite characters in the whole thing, and Spider Man sadly wasn't. Uh, yeah, Spider Man wasn't in it very much, but of all the DC or all the MCU characters, he uh, Tom Holland Spider Man is far and away my favorite. Oh, he's beyond the best. Like, I mean, I can't wait to see what he's gonna do with it. He's so good at it. I mean, he's just. He just is Peter Parker. Like, I just, I don't think I'll ever see another person as Peter Parker again. It's just so good. Right. And then my least favorite, I would have to say Captain Marvel. She's a little too OP. (laughs) She was pretty OP. I agree. I I mean, yeah, she was only in it for five minutes, but they they didn't need any other help. It was just like, oh, she's got this. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. But she ultimately failed. I mean, Tony ended up having to do it. That's true. Yeah, but her object, sure. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I I think I agree with you that she's too OP, but I think they're trying to introduce more OP characters. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they've already shown Thor to be on an equal power level to her. Yeah, but Thor's a god. And she absorbed a hyperdrive. And, and it's a comic book, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're, you're, you're like, you're, oh yeah, by the way, guys. Comic book. You, sir, are getting too much science in my comic book. <laughs> All right, Brian. Who's your favorite? Um, my favorite has got to be Professor Hulk. I was a little disappointed <laughs> that there wasn't more Hulk action in the final fight, mostly because he absorbed a bunch of gamma radiation. I get that he absorbed other stuff, too, because they did say mostly gamma radiation. Um, but... I, I still I, I enjoyed every single scene with Banner Hulk combo. I love Professor Hulk. Um, my least favorite character, um, you know, probably a combination of the ones who didn't really get a lot of screen time that still had that that had a lot of action in the first one because they were dusted. Um, I I mean Peter Quill has been annoying me through this whole thing through Infinity War and Endgame. I mean. <laughs> it, it it almost seems out of character for how he was in the Guardians movies. Yes and no. I mean, in in the second one, he acted on pure uh, on on pure um, emotion. Yeah. Too, and so he's prone to rash decisions when basing his decisions on pure emotion. But you know, him failing was also part. Him doing that was part of Doctor Strange's plan. So. Well, eventually, yes. Um. Yeah, I, I think Peter Quill's probably my least favorite. Um, I'm sure they're 
might be more that might come up in my mind, but the movie was really, really good. (laughs) So it's hard to think of that, that particular question. Least favorite moment was easy because it's a long movie and there's always going to be boring moments in long movies, but um, least favorite character is tough just because there's just so many. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say Peter Quill and it's biased because of the first movie. (laughs) <laughs> and like I already went into it not liking him. He's the asshole that caused this shit. Erica, what is your favorite and least favorite? Um, so this is really out of character for me. I I say I say Winter Soldier is one of my favorite MCU movies because of the the shift in tone in the storyline. And the character development between Captain and Black Widow, their relationship, that is why that's one of my favorite movies. That aside, I've never liked Captain America. <laughs> I, I'm, and probably because I'm a lawful evil person and Goody Two Shoes characters just fucking rub me the wrong way. And, um, and, and I, you wonder why your evil doppelganger is nice. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm not evil. Maybe I'm pragmatic. Maybe that's the better word for it. <laughs> um, so I've never been a huge fan. I've never disliked him, but at no point have I ever been like, "Yay, Captain America!" I'm so happy, you know, like to to have any, you know. He just is what he is, and Did in you- this. Did you get any feels when the when he ended in this one? When when he was the old guy? Yeah, when he was the old guy and how he told the story about how he married Peggy. Well, we don't know it was her. It was yeah, her. It, showed it, it was her. They showed it. Okay. Did you leave early or something? No. All they showed was him dancing with her. It doesn't mean they got married. It's implied. You're right. It is. It is implied. <laughs> it is not confirmed. Jesus Christ. Um, no, I I didn't, Brian, actually. First off, we both know how I feel about romantic comedy like stuff. And for me, their whole relationship in the first Captain America was like a fucking romantic comedy. So when he died and didn't get to be with her, I was really okay with that. It didn't bother me at all. I'm not a sappy person. It was perfectly fine. So when he gets to be with her at the end of this, I'm like, well, I mean, I guess you had to retire at some point. Like, I mean, that's just the way I looked at it. I didn't have like an emotional. Like, okay. No judgment. I was just curious to it. Uh, but he was by far and away. I think the, the way, the way he changes after the snap and the way he's looking at things and he's trying to still, be the good guy and help people move on but he also realizes he can't move on and he's really the driving force between this we've got to fix this to me it was a darker side of captain he was much more pragmatic and much more logical and much more driven in a way that was not his normal like, okay, guys, we're the good guys. So we got to do the good fight because we're the good guys. Like, simplistic thing that he's always been. It was a lot more gray. It was a lot more emotional. It was a lot more complicated for him. Um, 
And and I think that's one of the reasons I like the scene so much where he sees himself, you know, in the past and how he was. And he's like, yeah, I know you can do this all day. Like he, he's moved beyond that as a, as a character. So for me, it was Captain America, which really, really surprised me because somebody tried to tell me before I went to see it, that Captain America dies in the movie. And I was like, okay, I, whatever. I mean, he really did. He's old now and now he's gone and it's whatever. But I had no feelings about it one way or the other. And then when I left the movie, I was like, damn, Captain was great. So, um, but my least favorite character was Hawkeye. He was just a waste of space in the movie. He was just in the movie. (laughs) Yep. He was just in the fucking movie. Yeah, he didn't do much. But, I mean, isn't that always been Hawkeye, though? Like, (laughs) I mean, not to be mean, but hasn't that always been Hawkeye's thing? Yeah, and I get that it was important for him to be in it, because if they were going to kill off Black Widow, and they had such a strong relationship, he had to make a sacrifice of love, and of course he loved her, you know, not romantically, but, you know, as a friend, and that was going to have to be a sacrifice. Um. It made sense that they would fight to see who died uh, to get the soul stone, but um, it was also dumb. <laughs> like, like I just thought it was dumb. It was like, no, me, no, me, no, me. It's like, just fucking draw straws or something. Like, it's, you know. Um, but no, Hawkeye was just a fucking waste of space in the whole thing. The, bi- the biggest thing he did was bring the soul stone back after she killed herself and then found the gauntlet before anybody else did and passed it on. That was literally all he did. And he could have just not been in the movie and it would have been perfectly fine. So that's where I'm at on that. <laughs> well, already then. Um, so what are we thinking? What's going to happen with the MCU future with things coming up? Anthony? Um, hmm. I think it's just going to be a lot of like, at this point, I really think it's just going to be a lot of like uh, making movies that are just there to kind of make money, <laughs> like their big things done, like the big stories done. So now they're just kind of, kind of like, I guess we're going to milk this cow till it stops making milk, basically. At this point, that's not a really fun theory. I wanted to hear about movies that were going to come out and what characters and like what's going to happen. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> I think they're definitely going to make a movie about um, what the fuck Captain Marvel did when she just left for most of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she just shows up and is like, "Well, apparently I'm here to save out- the day." And then she was yeah. like, "I gotta go, yeet!" And she just leaves. <laughs> yeah, she was out stopping crime or whatever it is she did. I don't know what the fuck she did. I mean, she it's one of the ways they the justify having that super powerful character in the MCU is that she's in charge of the universe. So she goes all over the place and she's not always available. Uh, it's cheap. I, it's oh, cheap. By the way, I, I, never saw, I never saw Captain Marvel, so I don't know about her and her powers and why she's so OP. Um, Captain Marvel was, was really fucking good. I have to say, I went in there with very low expectations, and I was extremely pleased. Can I tell you why she's OP, Anthony? Please do. Yeah, that's fine. She was standing next to a ship when it exploded. Uh, that had the Tesseract energy in it. Don't yeah. don't make it seem like it. Oh, she, she got, literally got powered energy. up. She got powered up by an Infinity she, Stone. Yeah, she's powered by an Infinity Stone. So she's powered by an Infinity Stone. Okay, come on. That that makes sense. That that would make anyone OP. I mean, and, look what yeah. it did to Thanos. 
And it's the space stone, so she can like she can travel faster than light without a ship. That makes sense. Well, I mean, come on, look what it did to Thanos. So that yeah. makes sense. I'm excited to see what's going on with the new Black Widow, especially since she's dead. Well, well I think the movie coming out for her is going to be an origin story. I wonder that- if they're going to actually tell us what happened to Budapest. I hope they tell us what happened in Budapest. I think it'd be great. I kind of hope if they like started off as an origin and then subvert our expectations and then show that like she's on Vormir or something. Maybe. I think Scarlett Johansson's done with being Black Widow, though. It'd be amazing if it was like they do this prequel and then they show that it's like her visions inside the soul stone and then she pops out of the soul stone and she has this like intergalactic adventure guardians of the galaxy style (laughs) (laughs) do we know anything about the eternals coming out no um i know about the eternals in the comic but they're gonna have to change a whole lot because they've already changed a whole lot what do they have to change? Well, in the comics, the Eternals are Grandmaster and um, uh, the Collector and a bunch of others. And yeah. they were the original holders of the Infinity Stones, which is true about Grandmaster, which is true about the Collector, but not about Grandmaster. Who is um, Grandmaster? Um, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Yeah. The there was this whole thing called Thanos Quest where Thanos went around collecting the stones from the different Eternals. Or I might be thinking of, you know, I might be thinking of the elders of the universe because I'm I'm starting to think the Eternals are like Thanos and his um, brother and his father and stuff. Let me look it up. I have no idea. I don't think it is. Uh, Next movie I'm looking at, I'm looking to go see is John Wick 3. So, (laughs) okay. So the, um, the Eternals are very different than I thought they were. Um, They are something I've never heard of before. Which is Ooh. probably going to mean it's an awesome movie. Possibly. They're thematically similar to the new gods in the DC universe. Hmm. And okay. they, yeah, I'm were created, them up they were created by Neil Gaiman. Yeah, which all ma- automatically makes me go, well, this is going to be great. Oh, no, they were rethought. They were re Yeah, they were redone by Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yeah, they were reimagined by Neil Gaiman. They were originally created by Jack Kirby. Yeah, that's cool. You know... I, okay, okay, I hadn't heard, I'm sure I had heard of Neil Gaiman before American Gods, but Brian knows how terrible I am with names and recognition, and it, you basically have to beat me over the head before I go, oh, light bulb, and start connecting names of people. Um, but I just realized, okay, so I watched American Gods, and I loved it, so I got the book, and read the books, and then I read subsequently like probably six or seven other books of his and then i realized the other day i was in amelia's room and one of her favorite books growing up and movies growing up was Coraline, and i had no fucking clue that he had written it until i saw it on her bookshelf and i went Ding. oh wow yeah i had no idea i was like well fuck he's just everywhere so Apparently he's amazing in everything he does. So I'm I'm interested in these Eternals. I don't know how that's going to work out, but I'm really excited though for Guardians Three, which apparently the new plot is where is Gamora and how do we make Gamora part of us again? Hmm. It's the only thing I can figure out it would be. 
I have no idea. Um, I know the rumor that is probably true. But they're gonna go back to um the creator of Rocket. Ooh, interesting. And it's the High Evolutionary. Hmm. Who is also tied into Adam Warlock's storyline. Which makes a lot of sense since they already triggered Adam Warlock. So Um, because it's a rumor from a known source, but it makes sense because Lila is a um, space otter, similar to how Rocket is a space raccoon. And in Guardians 1, she's listed as one of his known contacts hmm. when he gets arrested. Okay. Okay. Now, forgive me if I'm getting the name wrong. I just pulled Lila out of my head. It might be Lola or something like that. Oh, I have, I have no idea. So. Um, but she's, yeah, she's an otter. Neat. And there, no. and he's also a love interest. She's also a love interest for him. So it, and when he sh- she showed up in the recent run of the comics that the movies are basic or are, they are barely based on, um, loosely, they're loosely yeah, based on, yeah, loosely based on, loosely. I couldn't think of the word. Um, when Lila showed up, they went through their whole storyline and then rocket left the guardians. Oh, oh. I don't, I don't know if rocket would leave the guardians. He's really invested in them as his family now after guardians i'm just used to the comics where the guardians is a rotating roster i mean they're already showing that it's a rotating roster by putting thor in them which i thought was hilarious i'm in charge yeah yeah you're in charge i hope he just just stays with him i think that would be great oh the asgardians of the galaxy that'd be great yeah (laughs) i mean maybe it's too bad we can't get venom in the guardians of the galaxy though because he's really cool in guardians of the galaxy in the comics Mm. Is he? Yeah, the um another good Guardian of the Galaxy who was one of the members for a while was Iron Man. And when Iron Man showed up in the Guardians of the Galaxy, there's this there's these really great scenes between Rocket Raccoon and Iron Man where Rocket is just telling Tony all of his technology is really old. <laughs> and that it's all passe. <laughs> and he's like, Yes, but it can do this. And it's like, Yeah, so can this watch, you know. <laughs> And, so and can that guy's leg. Yeah, Guardians is like, um, Rocket's like, kids have these. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny. Hilarious. It's it's like the, there's there's a there's a planet where everyone wears an exosuit that's better than yours. <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny. Oh man. Do we do we feel like they left any loose ends? Um, well, yeah. I mean, obviously they haven't tied up all the stories yet for all the characters because there's a lot of characters that aren't done. So we have, like, what is going to be the repercussions for Doctor Strange? Like, when we have Doctor Strange 2, what are the repercussions of Endgame going to have on his character? Yeah, that's going to be an interesting story. Because yeah. there's going to be cosmic repercussions for all those timeline things. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. wondering I'm wondering how they're going to work with the fact that, you know, people that moved on in those five years that formed new relationships and everything, and suddenly, poof, everyone's back. Wait, what? <laughs> There's going to be like custody battles. And oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna people be crazy. Have, people have gotten remarried and. Yeah, you know what's the one thing I didn't get about any of that though, the whole like uh, everyone being gone. Sorry, it took me so long to come back, but um, I noticed like everything just kind of fell apart, and I was like, do you really think that like? And, and, and I mean, that's fine. But the part that didn't make sense to me was though I was like, but the electricity's still on, and there's still cable and internet. I'm well, like, so wait a minute. So there are people working on the electrical grid, and there was a cable guy and an internet guy, but there's no one to go around and picking up the garbage? 
I think the idea, because when you're looking at the skyline and stuff like that, is only part of the city is up and running. Well, it's yeah, that's the thing. Is roughly half of the city is just gone, so the only half of it's going to be working. And, yeah, I mean, so yeah. you're going to have parts that are abandoned, just like we have now. We have amusement parks that are abandoned. Nobody goes and picks up the trash or cuts the grass or no, no, that's okay. That, that makes shit. sense, but why is the but why were there bags of garbage because the people don't go because they don't go there to pick it up i mean it's, okay but then who's there to throw the garbage there so your you'd be, answer you'd anthony y- your answer anthony is think of the walking dead what is one of the things they do you even watch the walking dead uh i stopped after i think uh i don't know which season i, just, I stopped watching it <laughs> okay so one of the things that they did a lot is they went through homes to find valuable things that they need right yeah, so, I've seen enough of it to know yeah, that. Well, you know, th- yeah, there so would be there would be a lot thing. of looting uh, here in the yeah. in the world if half the people suddenly disappeared. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of looting. There's going to be people that will, you know, clear out a house for somebody to live there. And what are you going to do with that shit? You just throw it out. You know, whatever you don't want. Now nobody's come through to pick it up. Maybe nobody's moving in there yet. Maybe they're just looting and clearing out stuff. Maybe it was my aunt's house, and she ghosted, and I went to her house. I took everything I wanted, and then everything I didn't want, I threw outside, and nobody's come to get it. Here's I mean, a, there's, like, lots I of ways guess, that that could I be I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Here's, a, here's a thought. What happened to the countries that would have benefited by half the population going away when all of them all of a sudden came back? <laughs> terrible, terrible things, Brian. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, terrible, that's the thing is, thing is the snap just ha- the 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 anti snap just happened, so they haven't gotten into the fact of all the wars and everything they're going to start because of the sudden repopulation. It's going to be mm-hmm. it would be worse than Sokovia. Mm-hmm. Oh it yeah, would be absolutely worse than Sokovia. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but I I can't even imagine like China or India. It oh would, my god. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, India is actually oh. probably doing a lot better because. You know, so many people live on the streets in India anyways. <laughs> that, no. Yeah, they, it, but having all those people come back all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's like, oh, man. After five years of reconstructing. Right. I can only imagine the turmoil. So, so this was a really great episode, and I think we discussed a lot of, like, favorite points and things that, you know, we saw as flaws and things that, you know, we, you know, need tied up and... And nobody's really, I mean, other than the list of movies that they have coming out, nobody's really sure where they're going from here. It could, I feel like it could nosedive really quickly or it could, you know, it could just be something, you know, and now for something different, totally different, you know. Well, it's either going to keep going or it's going to nosedive like HBO subscriptions after this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I Do you watch John Oliver at all? Nope. You should. Yeah. I like John Oliver. John Oliver's amazing. Uh, yeah. But that's something that he's been joking out for like the last like five weeks on his show. <laughs> every single episode. It's <laughs> because he's on HBO. Uh, so, he's, so he's like, yeah, I have he's a, been... <laughs> what was it he said? He's like, I have the greatest, because he's right after Game of Thrones. He's like, I have the greatest intro of anybody. And tonight we're going to talk about abortion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Um. And what he's been saying lately is like he's like, oh man, in a couple weeks, this channel is in this uh, station is in big trouble, big oh, yeah. fucking trouble. 
oh, over yeah. and over and over. He's like, he's like, I got the money. One of the things I said was like, I got the money now from HBO. Next year, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I actually don't know if HBO is going to be able to cope with just the number of people that no longer pay them after this. Oh, man. No, yeah, know. it's going to be crazy. Because, I mean, who? Yeah, who's going to pay for like a single channel subscription anymore for $15 a month? It's like, I could get all of Netflix for that. Fuck uh, off. Uh, 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 nope. uh, uh. There's a lot of shit I watch on HBO besides Game of Thrones. Now, well, take there are... it, I got my subscription because of Game of Thrones. Right. But I watch Barry. Barry's fucking hilarious. Um, I watch John Oliver. I mean, there's a um, God. Uh, there's a there's a guy about everyday problems he talks about. I can't remember his name. Um, but there's a lot of good shows on there. So. There are there are three shows I'm going to watch on HBO after Game of Thrones: Barry, Watchmen, and yes, his Watchmen. and his Dark Materials. I have not heard of that last one. I can't wait for his Dark Materials. James McAvoy is going to be in it. Ooh, um, I like James a, McAvoy. Do you remember a 2007 movie, The Golden Compass? Yes, it, was, yeah. it wasn't very good. Yeah, it's because it didn't include the rest of like it didn't match the book enough the book is epic they were trying to make a universe like the narnia universe or the uh the other fantasy universe going on at the time so instead of doing it as one movie they're going to do it as a as a series and it'll be all three books so it'll probably work out better for them yeah see i have no interest in anything else on hbo that nothing has caught my eye to where i have to keep going it so after this week's over, I'm probably just going to cancel that and go back to having Hulu, and, uh, Netflix, and Amazon Prime. I've got it pretty much covered with those three. <laughs> if HBO does it right, everyone's going to be talking about his dark materials. Okay. It's, yeah. If they, do it, they right, do it right, everyone's going to be talking about that show. It's going to be more controversial than Dogma was. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dogma. It's mm-hmm. such a good movie. It is a good one. I love it. All right, guys. Well, I think we we had a great episode and we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, so, let, David, what are you up to this weekend? Uh, Just finishing up the Ren Fair? Yeah, closing weekend of fair this coming weekend. And then uh, the Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to be at the Strategicon. I believe it's GameX that's uh, going on. Yeah, it's GameX. And uh, it'll be, yeah, you get more information on that at uh, strategicon.net. I guess it's so, is there anything different that you do on closing weekend than you do any other time? Uh, we have the special parade at the on the last day because it's the last day. We have a grand bang out, and uh, the, the group I'm a member of, Friends Affair, we have our raffle. Uh, people donate stuff, and then we have a charity raffle where we buy tickets. I won a very ornate Zippo lighter from there last year. Ooh, and it's quite nice, nice actually. Sadly, it's a Zippo and doesn't work in costume, but it's a really ornate one. <laughs> uh, Anthony, what about you? What are you up to? Uh, this weekend, I am going to San Diego with the kids like we do every Saturday. And we're going to go to SeaWorld. Ooh, nice. Nice. We bought SeaWorld passes. I've never nice. been there. Well, not SeaWorld passes. We bought like year passes so we can go whenever we want now. There you go. I never, I, I've had the chance to go to SeaWorld in the past, and I always declined because I was always very anti SeaWorld. Mm. And I'm still kind of on the fence, but, you know, the kids. Gotcha. Yeah. 
children. They kids make will, you do things. Yeah, kids will make you go like, ah, fuck my morals. <laughs> I have a lot the to things, say about this subject we off do the for air. Love. I have a lot to say about this subject <laughs> off the air. Uh oh. Off the air. Off the air. All right. Off the air. I'm going to get judged so bad. What Brian, what about get? you? I, um, this weekend, we're going to sushi, I think. Not a very vegan thing to do, but I'm not a real vegan. Um, and then um, we're going to, um, yeah, next week, not Memorial Day weekend, we're going to PaizoCon. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, David, Glass Cannon Podcast is going to be there. A Paizo, I know. Um, if only I was going. Uh, you should go. You should go hang out in the the glass the glass cannon uh, nation room for a while. They're going to be What's doing that? all kinds of events. They have their own little room at the con where they uh, host their own events and stuff. And the actual members are going to be there. And we didn't sign up for any of them, but um, yeah, I'll I, see if we can. Yeah, go I think to you can just pre- go check it out. You don't have to sign up to play anything. But they have their own warhorn. I know that. So. Well, they're doing they're doing a workshop on how to do a live play podcast, but it conflicted with a game we're playing. Ah, uh, yeah, they're they're hosting events. They're also doing a live show there. I believe uh, one that might even be two of them there. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, and then the, they're going to be hanging out in their own HQ. I my favorite people that I get to see at PaizoCon are Ryan Costello from the No Direction podcast and Param. Um, they're almost always there. I don't know if they're both going to be there this year, but um, one of them will probably be there. Um, Anna, um, Ben from Sirenscape, and um, I have a bunch of Australian fans. I also have fr- uh, fans, friends that go. And um, a lot of the people that I, I'm really used to going with, though, have families and stopped going to cons. Um, like my favorite party friend was Clinton Boomer and he's not, he doesn't go to that one anymore. He goes to like Gary Con now because it's closer to home. Ah, either with either Gary Con or origins. I don't remember one of those. Um, but yeah, the, a lot of my friends who or- live in Midwest just can't do close. it anymore. Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. Cause he's in Chicago. So yeah. Origins. Yeah. Origins would be the closest. Yeah. That's another big con, but getting to see Anna Meyer is probably the most exciting thing. No, oh, Anna's great. Yeah, and she's really busy at the con. She she works for um, Cobalt Press and for um, oh wow okay Lone, yeah, she's... and for Lone Wolf Labs. Nice. So she's she's yeah she's she's also very very popular. So it's like people treat her like she's a huge celebrity at the con. <laughs> well, she as well is. they should. I'll let you know if anybody recognizes me. Okay. It there was a day. That I was famous at cons, but it's been it's been years. Yeah, it's well, not, you stopped going no to Sijicon, so. <laughs> well, I also I'm I, I stopped being so involved in the community. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, there there was a time when you'd walk in a room, everyone would turn and go, Brian, much that like it was an episode happens. of Cheers. That still <laughs> happens at Strategicon. <laughs> yeah, because it's a place where everyone knows your name. Yes, and you I know have what? never if been took, so famous. So. One of the cool things about Strategicon is if I didn't go to Strategicon for five years and then went to one, people would act like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, where have you been? <laughs> like I actually got last, uh, uh, last the, the the one in in February. People were like, "Hey, where's Brian?" He moved. That's what I told them. Yeah. I think well, we're guys, about done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, well, guys, I think I think we we're gonna wrap this up. It was a it was a good episode. We covered a lot of stuff uh, for in game. Um, I'm glad uh, we finally got to do an in game episode since 
fuck Brian, um, they did it, you know, halfway. Yep. It's like a half episode before. So, you know, we mm-hmm. did a very different version. We, we, we had the outline all written and then we ended up just doing a synopsis of the entire movie from beginning to end. Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. It was a very broad synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a very big, complicated movie, and we talked about it straight for like for you like did. you did. It was fun for like an hour. Yeah. Appar- okay. Apparently, I, apparently, I'm our proof listener. So because <laughs> I'm like the only hey, one that listens to them all. So not all of them. Well, Somebody's got to do the hard work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I listen to what I can when I can. That is I, true. I know. So all right. Well. uh... Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we hope to. Is it, we wouldn't see you back, hear you back. I don't know. Hope I hope you join us again <laughs> in three Dude, weeks. Tune in, tune in next time. Yes, tune in next time. But no, seriously, I hope uh, I hope you join us again, and uh, it'll be about three weeks until we'll have another one posted after this. But. Uh, Hang in there. We're not going anywhere. We've been doing this for almost three years now, and I don't think we're ever going to run out of shit to talk about. So, we're, you know. We're geeks. We're never going to run out of shit to talk about. This is true. This the beauty is of being true. a geek. Yeah. Sorry, third. <laughs> uh, well, depends on which side of the coin we're looking at. So, all right. So. Well, well, everybody, yeah. thanks for listening. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. 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 Bye, everybody. <laughs> you know, guys, if you say it.